Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. What's up? This one time you hit the button with authority. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I break anything? No. The button, w- the button seems a little turned on, though. It's very off-putting. Well, it was aggressive. It's like kind of like glowing and like back and forth kind of like. It's really into the aggression you put forth. Yeah, so am I. So we'll talk later, button. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I get a room, you two. We will. Later. Yeah, make it out of these AOL disc boxes. Nope. Oh, God. When I say we'll get a room, I just meant we'd overtake this room. I was afraid of that. Yeah, you, you'll be fine. I've seen worse. <laughs> no, you haven't. Uh-oh. Anyways, I got movies. Yeah. Some are good. Some are. Some will win. Some will lose. Yep. <laughs> so if I go first, or if I if you want me to go first, if I go second, I end poorly. So You, you let end me, poorly? I end poorly, buddy. I end fun. Oh, fun. Let's, fun. Let's do Let's end fun. All right. Let's end fun. Go for it. Because, I mean, my night's going to get a lot worse here with this button in a minute. So, 2022's uh-huh. See How They Run. Oh, okay. This is watched by me on right. November 6th of 2022. It is one hour and 38 minutes. It is a mystery directed by Tom George, starring Sayworth Rowan. She was the lead. Ruth Wilson and Sam Rockwell. Hey, I love him. In West End of 1950s London, plans for a movie version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered. Dun, dun, dun. Um, this movie is trying to be classic, like, Agatha Christie paint-by-numbers mystery, and it kind of knows it, and it thumbs it, it like, you know, kind of gives you the winks, and it, you know what I mean, like, oh, I'm gonna do it. But it just, for some reason, does all of the tropes that it knows it's doing anyway, and the movie never manages to get, like, while it goes, hey, we're acknowledging the fact that this is very paint-by-numbers, cliche, murder mystery, it never does anything to try to elevate the movie past that. It's just like, we know. We know it's just doing this. It's just like, but it's not that interesting. And like, yeah, we, we don't care. So they, do they expect you to just be like, oh, I get it. It's artsy. And just like, love it? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. They just want you to know, like, no, we're doing it. Oh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I will, I will... Yes, this is serious, and I can I can tell you how to feel about this movie instantaneously. This is one of the most egregious wastes of the talent of Sam Rockwell I have ever seen. I gotta believe that because everything he does gold. The the ten seconds he is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is better than his performance here. Wow, yeah, that's that's it's early. Just, there's nothing going on. He gets literally one scene to chew the scenery in this, and it's not. It doesn't feel like it's his fault. It just feels like he is a vehicle to drive the movie forward, and not so much a character, which you get in a lot of these detective. Like either the either the detective is the main point of the movie, or the people ensconced in the mystery are the main part of the movie, and it, and it's definitely that. And he's also has a partner assigned to him that's new. And their interplay is ice cold. There's no interest. There's just, I like, I just, it didn't work for me on any level. Like, I was really disappointed. I like these kind of gumshoey mystery yeah, movies. You sure do. Yeah. So I That's was, awful. if I don't like this, I have a feeling that even enjoyers of this kind of mystery wouldn't get it. And if somebody feels differently, let me know. Cause I, dare you. I would love to know what you saw in it that I did not. But based on these scores, I don't think anybody loved it. IMDb, six and a half out of 10. Wow. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 188 critics give it 74%. 
So like, yeah, it's fine. It's doing its thing. Right. Like bet, like not bad at any stretch. The audience, 500 plus, give it the second best score possible. Nice. 69%. I'm coming in lower than everybody to five. Wow. I don't think it did more wrong than it does right, but I don't think that it also does so much right that I'm willing to forgive all the things it does poorly. Wow, man. Yeah. I believe you because that is like the quickest first review you've done in a long time. There's not much here yeah. to chew on, despite the fact that it's a, like, should be like, I should be like telling you about how cool and pulpy and interesting and fun and like the music wasn't memorable like come on there's so many spots you can really get me on this the lighting wasn't really interesting like there's nothing i can talk about that was like really good or really terrible other than how much they wasted sam rockwell here that's just sad yeah i was i was let down for sure well speaking of letdowns (laughs) 1988 oh Night Feeder. Night Feeder. Do you know this one? Give me that Night Feeder, Night Feeder. We know how to do it. Is that, nom, is that nom, what you're talking about? Nom, nom, nom. That's my eating noise. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. I didn't assume you were a fan of Vietnam, so I figured... Nom, nom. <laughs> the nam, nam, nam. man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is a horror movie. Okay. And um, I watched it on the 23rd of October. Okay. It's an hour 30. It's the perfect runtime. Perfect runtime. That is the only thing perfect about this movie. Okay. Directed by Jim Whittaker. Whittaker? Whittaker. I don't know. It's spelled differently than I would have thought. Oh, okay. But yes, probably Jim Whittaker. Starring Kate Alexander, Jonathan Zechner, and Caleb Jrenaud. Oh. IMDb movie summary. Fear chokes the freewheeling underbelly of San Francisco's punk scene Mm. as a killer stalks the night to feed an unspeakable appetite. Community suspicion focuses on disease, a band that is (laughs) is tainted by groupie deaths, allegedly induced by the drug DZS. And the creeper, a misshapen outcast from the... (laughs) bowels of the city i swear to god like here's a bunch of shit just go it feels like somebody who's just like got done watching like marathoning all of kolchak the night stalker and we're like i'm writing this fucking summary yeah, now all of this yeah so the elements that are here are fine and there's little glimmers of hope here but here's the thing i watched this on amazon Okay. This is really what I want to talk about. Yeah. I watched Sun Amazon. It did not tell me it was 1988. All right. It wrote it like it was 2021. Interesting. It said, is it just a typo or is this some old VHS somebody transferred over to Amazon? Because I feel like we're getting more stuff like that because yeah. it was a very grainy, awful, it looked like VHS quality wow. kind of this movie. I watched it after watching the trailer. I'm like, that looks amazing because I thought it was ironically doing these things. Yeah. It wasn't. It was just actually because I was like, look how 80s this looks. This is amazing. Like, they put in some effort. No, this was just the shitty thing that happened in the 80s. I'm glad to know that they were so authentic that they, in fact, just went back in time and made this movie in the 80s. Seriously. Like, <laughs> I'm hoping this was just a typo and I just thought this was being done ironically. I'm hoping for a time machine and being involved here. Well, no, we'll, we'll eventually just burn the world down if we do that. And that's true. But I just thought it was interesting. I, I feel like things like this are, are capable of happening. There's some things in the description that intrigue me, like the concept yeah. of the San Francisco punk scene of this era. Right. That's really cool. The band, like, I'm like, God, this band is so 80s. And, like, they're punk. They look punk. But, like, they're like a new wave Oh, okay, yeah. Pop band. A little too entry level yeah, to be punk. Not not really. And like the idea was fine, but like the acting's bad. The creeper is just a dude who looks like he's covered in crap. He's got like a coat that's So huge. anybody at a punk show. <laughs> well no, there's no safety pins on him. Oh, what? Yeah, no. Okay, none. well that's the problem, right? The there. creeper is the silliest looking dude ever. He's just a weird, disfigured dude that's just like hanging out by the old warehouses and stuff, and everyone sees him and does nothing about it. 
And, oh, and of course. They don't help the homeless guy kind of thought never enters anyone's oh. mind. This movie's garbage. Okay, fair enough. If you, for some reason, want to watch it, avoid the poster and probably certain VHS because it'll actually spoil the end of the movie. Oh, wow. By showing you what is actually doing the night feeding. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not intuitive. I kind of predicted it, but that's just because I was looking for anything to entertain me with this piece of shit. Oh, fair enough. It was not the Bee Gees, I take it? It was not. I would have. I would much rather have just watched the Bee Gees. Fair enough. Me too. Uh, this is not good. IMDb, 5.2. No score either way from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I gave it a three. Ooh, okay. It gets a 3.0. So I thought about it after the fact. I was like, what if this was an ironically made movie now? Okay. It would get a better score. It okay. would have to. It would have to get a better score, but it would still not For the be level great. just like production value, purely right. knocking it up a point. It would probably, be, it'd probably be a five if it was That's ironically fair. done. Because at least you could be like, man, they took so much time and care. Right. Why'd they pick this script for that? You know? Right. Like, at least you go, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yes, let's do it. It's, yeah, it's happening. 2022, Disney's Pinocchio. Ready. Watch this one on a, November 7th. 2022. It is one hour and 45 minutes long. I'm sorry. It's a family movie, they say, directed by the once amazing and now... Questionable. God, what is he doing? Robert Zemeckis. (laughs) Starring... Robbie Z. Very high on some drugs, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Cynthia Irvio and Kian Lamaya. Here's summary. In an Italian village, the wooden puppet Pinocchio is brought to life by the Blue Fairy and seeks the life of adventure while striving to become a real boy. Being a real boy's lame. Oh, man, this movie. This is so... I've seen a decent amount of these Disney live action conversions. I'm so happy you've done them. So yeah, these are these are <laughs> for the most part they toe the line. Like I saw the first Jungle Book and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Like I think John Favreau really did something special with that that right. Jungle Book. Most of the other ones have felt very cash grabby. Right. Like this is just clearly like we own this. Let's just do something. Uh with it. people like spending money on the same thing a lot. So we're just going to make a shittier version. They're not wrong. Many years later cuz we forgot about what made these movies like compelling at the time. It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <sighs> Oh my goodness. It Pinocchio is definitely a very big uh very big like example of this. Kind of exemplifies it. Pinocchio, we all know the story. It hinges on teaching morals. It teaches you to in the there's always going to be the path of what's right and what's easy. Right. And you have to look within yourself to, you know what I mean, either take one of the two paths there. In this one Pinocchio is kind of just a good kid. Okay. And he just makes morally sound choices he's not it's not like the old movie where he's hanging out uh with the misfit kids smoking smoking cigars and drinking beers in this one they do that uh they cover that bit of modern updating by having them drink root beer Uh, all bad kids drink root beer tim yeah no that's and they also break clocks and shoot pool Mm. like a lot of jds around here these damn delinquents do that and then they turn into donkeys they turn into donkeys and that happens some of the stuff looks really cool zemeckis has been oh man like i have to do this huh zemeckis has been so much more focused on he's kind of fallen down the pit hole of some of the other really great directors james cameron is also an exemplification of this where they're far more interested in what the technology can do than telling a good story on film anymore they don't give a fuck 
about telling a good story. Ang Lee has done this recently with the Will Smith picture where they were Gemini man. Like they're all falling victim to this. How can I push the visuals into something that people remember? And they have failed to, to fail to remember that people don't remember the visuals of a film. They remember the film. Right. We talked about this during the Hitchcock when we talked about Vertigo that Hitchcock said the first, the three most important things about your movie are the script, the script, and the script. Yep. And they have gone so far away from that in these recent productions. And Pinocchio is such a strong example. Like, he's not directing the action. I am shitting you not. Tom Hanks is attempting to speak several different languages. Few of them are actually comprehensible under his like bizarre mumbling that he's attempting to make Italian. Like he's far more capable. And the fact that Zemeckis wasn't listening to this and like watching him just like come to set, like, I don't know what kind of drugs Tom Hanks was on in this movie. Maybe he was wearing his fat suit from the Elvis movie. I just, I wish he was. I wish there was something more interesting, but he just saunters around oddly and like mumble speaks several languages. That's not good. It's so strange. This, they like literally spent time creating CG horse poop. Like this movie is not very good. They get out of Monstro super easily. That sequence lasts, I think, four minutes is like an afterthought kind of like tacked on and it's That's so forever right? it's so tacked it, it's supposed to be surprising and scary like, i remember the animation for monstro it was scary as hell when i was a kid yeah i'd like to go back and watch that and it's like oh man like this actually felt there was tension like you're like pinocchio's in trouble this one it was like oh okay everything's resolved oh oh right right we have to do the part with the big whale monster real quick hang on he's gonna get out okay that's going to last three minutes. Perfect. Was the whale drinking root beer and shooting pool? He was not. It probably would have elevated the film if it were. Wild. That's yeah, it's, wild. it's really a shame. But yeah, so let's get to the scores before I get really depressed. Oh. Uh, IMDb, 5.1 out of 10 on this one. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 171 critics. I'm going to let you play the guessing game here. It's got to be at least 80%. They got to be bought and paid for. 27%. Oh. Yeah. My faith in humanity has been restored. All right. So now that you've said that, audience of 5,000 plus, what did they give it? 29%. Oh, my faith in humanity restored again. Yeah. This movie is, in my opinion, was a little bit, there was a little bit there to watch, but like, I don't, like, I couldn't even encourage you to show this to a child. Show them the original Pinocchio. It's so much more interesting. It's got more grit. It has you, at the end of the day, you get to talk about it with your children and explain, like, this is what Pinocchio did. Do you see what, like, you know what I mean? These choices can lead you down this dark path if you make these choices and it's easy and it's fun and it's, you know what I mean? All that sounds good, but there are consequences to your action. Like these discussions don't exist with at the bottom, like your bottom line, there's no theme. There's no morals here. It's all stripped out in favor of some Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket, which I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but he's not saving it. He's not saving it. Three and a half out of 10. Movie movie sucks. Dang, bro. Movie sucks. Dang, that's so sad. Yeah, I was real sad about it. That's really sad. So now we get to have fun. Let's have fun. Please. Because I did another largely Spanish movie. Oh, right. Yes, again. Yeah. Maybe recommended because of Santo and Blue Demon. Muy bueno. See. All right, Max, you ready to have fun? I am just looking forward to anything that's not Pinocchio at this point. Well... 1968. 68. What was something fun that happened in 1966? When I say 1966, what do you think of? 1966? Yeah. I can't think. When I think 66, I think Batman. 
Batman. So Adam West Batman. I think Adam West Batman. Okay. Do you know what people were thinking in Mexico in 1968? Batman from 1966? They were. In, in the form of Batwoman. Ooh. This is a Mexican Batwoman ripoff movie. Interesting. It is amazing. Oh, so Batwoman from 1968. Didn't try. Not going to lie. October 24th, 2022. It's an hour 19. Adventure horror sci-fi. Think about that for a second. Adventure horror sci-fi. That's, that's a weird combo. Okay. Directed by Rene Cardona. Mm-hmm. Starring Mara Monti, Roberto Canedo, and Hector Go- Godet, I think is what I wrote. Hector. IMDb Movie Summary. Batwoman is called to investigate a whacked-out scientist who is... (laughs) I was so happy writing that. Yeah. Whacked-out scientist who is capturing wrestlers and using their spinal fluid to create a gill man. Whoa. I kid you not. When you read... so, So I... Whacked out has never been more apt. Oh, my God. So I said, and I meant it when I said it, I wasn't going to do all the Santo Blue Demon movies. However, when I read a description like that. You're only, you only have so much willpower. This is amazing. Okay, I'm excited. Also uh, worth noting, it's on Rotten Tomatoes twice. The English version and the Spanish version. Oh, that's cool. The English version has no ratings whatsoever. Okay. The Spanish version's the one that has all... Because I'm like, nobody, though? I was like, nobody? Let me look. And I looked again, and under the Spanish name, it was there. Okay. So that's something I guess we always got to consider with foreign films. Sure. Uh, The main actress, Maura Monti, is really good. She's Italian. Okay. And speaking Spanish. Same language. Same exact Same exact... No difference. That's right. She's very good. This movie is just really bizarre. I have never seen a movie that quite genre matches like this. Okay. So when she's just herself, uh-huh. this pretty lady, right? She's very James Bond. She's very like, I'm going through my day and like I'm doing, I got gadgets. She's suave and, and cool. Suave, and, yeah. yes, exactly. And okay. she's got some detective friends that are helping her down at the station. Right. And it feels almost like dragnetty. Like it's weird, right? Uh-huh. Then you get the luchador version of her, which is just training and wrestling down at the dojo and friends with all the wrestlers. It's okay. basically the Adam West costume. Okay. Is her luchador costume. Uh-huh. But when she's Batwoman, she's wearing virtually nothing except the cowl and the bikini. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what's funny though is she the way she fights people is very different depending on which mode she's in. It's okay. very bizarre. Huh. This is just so damn weird. That is weird. The evil doctor character is beyond ridiculous. But I appreciate how much he leans into it. He's very mustache twirly. Nice. Weird Coke bottle glasses. Just like, he's like, I'm going to make a gill man. Get me a wrestler. And they steal wrestlers. (laughs) They're on a like boat submarine thing just off the dock. Oh my God. It's so funny. I'm going to make a gill man. No one says why. And he does it. And it looks like a red gill man, essentially. I mean, the number of times I said, I'm going to make a gill man, and you were just leaning into it. You're like, how many wrestlers do you need? Yeah. That's fairly common. I have vats of spinal fluid. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is astounding. What is interesting, and one of the only reasons I'm considering making you watch this on a rewind, okay. is how it was filmed. Okay. There is so many scenes that I feel the actors were generally in danger. <laughs> Whoa. There are scenes where they're underwater, fighting the gill man for long periods of time, and there is fire on the surface of the water above them. Huh. And I was more concerned probably for the cameraman yeah. than the gill man creature <laughs> himself, who probably can't swim right. at all. 
That's fascinating. It, and I'm talking like grappling, like actual fight scenes with people in full scuba That's gear, so and there's cool. just a valley of fire above them. It's awesome. It's like the Japanese Spider-Man when you discover yes. that's a thing. It's just like, yes. this is insane. How did this happen? How did this come to exist? Well, you have to do something with your emissaries of evil. Oh, man. He's just, yeah, he's an emissary from hell, Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, I just could not get over how dangerous the Gill Man's awful once he actually gets moving. But like, I just could not. I could not for the rest of this movie after that happened, which happened about midway. The the underwater fights. I yeah. Just, like, I can't get over how this was filmed. That's amazing. It's. I legit was like, did people get hurt on this movie? Like, I can't find nothing on it. Of course. Of course. But that's amazing. Uh, if you just want a weird movie, just if you like Adam West Batman, watch this. Why not? Right. I love because Adam West this Batman. Is, and this is, they were clearly going for that. I love that. You know, the fight scenes feel kind of like that. It's a lot of, you know, one-armed grapple throws. Sure. And little chops that are stupid. And it couldn't be bigger than Adam West Batman at this point. Because I think Batman, the series came out season one, and then they did the movie. Right. And then the next season came out. So this is like at the apex yep. of everybody saw this show. Right. Everybody was tuning in same bat time, same bat channel. For sure. But in Mexico, they tuned in here as well. Oh, yes. They were going for it. I liked it. The get, I felt like the get up was, I was like, man, yes, she looks good. She's beautiful. But right. it's like, man, I wish you just like kind of went the other way with this because like, I feel like it's taking away. Right. Uh, anyways, it's a pretty good movie though. Shockingly good for what ho- weird shit I just threw at you. That's cool. So IMDb gave it a 4.7. Okay. They're not having it. They don't like it. The critics are Rotten Tomatoes. It does not have a score. There was two in. Both of those people loved it like me. Nice. <laughs> the audience, less than 50 are in, and it also does not count as a score, which made me wonder, when does it count as a score? It's so weird, because they'll do it sometimes with less than 50. Right. They'll put the less than 50. I guess maybe because maybe they're not verified. I, I don't know. Who knows? Now that they've added that system. What would you think I would give this movie? It sounds like you had a ball, it so that usually is worth a lot for a Tim. It's true, but it's definitely not the greatest. It's not Citizen Kane. Right. So I'm going to say this feels like a, either a five and a half or a six for Tim. It is a six. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. So I'm always down for some weird, like, Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine bullshit. Like, it's, this sounds like it's right in that wheelhouse. It's the most glorious of bullshit. Now get out of here and leave me with my button. Oh, God.